0: Good evening, good afternoon, welcome to another episode of the Destroy the Stumps podcast. So today, ladies and gents, just going to be recapping the the first semi final of the twenty twenty three ODI World Cup uh, between India and New Zealand. These two teams faced each other four years ago at uh, Old Trafford in Manchester. Uh, New Zealand beating India there uh, in a fairly tightish game over there uh, in England. Uh, a lot of Indian fans. Uh, don't want to. Don't remember that. Don't want to remember that. Um, it was a pretty tough loss to take. That was the last time MS Dhoni played for India as well. One of the, uh, one of India's greatest players, probably one of the best captains to, have captained a team in ODIs and cricket. Yeah, wonderful player. Wasn't captain in that tournament though. Virat Kohli was, but yeah unfortunate end uh for India it does happen you lose some you win some but yeah it's it's definitely a tough loss it's definitely a lust, a tough loss to take sorry what the fuck was I saying sorry um but yeah um definitely a tough loss to take that one and um your yeah, Indian fans they, they don't uh they haven't forgotten that loss um but yeah, this tournament's a totally different story India playing at home. In Indian conditions, they are a very difficult team to beat in India. In these home conditions, um, whatever part of the country you play India in, they are very tough to play against. Uh, only two teams have beaten them in an ODI series in the last ten years. If, I, if that is correct, or if you include sorry, if you include Pakistan when in Pakistan beat India in 2012 or 13, they came in the winter of that season. I was in India at the time. In Delhi, um, yes. Yeah, so, just about two or three teams have beaten India in India in an ODI series last 10, 11 years. Uh, so, South Africa beat them in twenty fifteen. That was a good series there, but South Africa obliterated them in that last ODI. Australia beat India in um, twenty nineteen before the World Cup start uh, before the twenty nineteen World Cup from behind to win that one and also they beat them earlier this year in in an ODI series Uh, beat them 2-1 but um, India just before the World Cup started they beat Australia quite convincingly did lose the last ODI but didn't really matter they dominated the first two ODIs and Australia were just really off the pace in that game Um, in those two games the first two games but um, yeah India hardly lose an ODI series at home they haven't lost a test series in India since 2012, I think that was against England. Uh, they hardly lose T20 series as well, so they are a very strong outfit at home, and uh, it's a challenge for any team to play India uh, in India. And um, yeah, th- and that's what every team's experienced so far. This tournament, uh, the way they've been playing in this tournament's been out. It's it's outstanding. Really, has been outstanding. Um, hardly been tested. Been the odd moment where they've been tested. But, um, yeah, they've just handled – the. if there was some sort of pressure that they were under, they handled it perfectly and won in the end by pretty comprehensive margins. Uh, The one match that I I felt they were tested uh, in was that match against New Zealand and Durham Charlotte. They were tested, but they handled the pressure well and won by four wickets. Yeah, that was the closest loss, the closest victory they've had in the tournament. So, yeah, yeah. if, that, if that's the closest victory you've had in the tournament, that just shows how good you are. It um, shows how good your team is at the moment, how good their form is. And uh, heading into this semifinal day, they they're definitely overwhelming favourites. Um, haven't lost a game in the group stage. And uh, as the tournament's gone by, especially since the inclusion of Mohamed Shami in that very game that I mentioned against New Zealand at Dharamshala, things have really changed for India. They've just become ruthless. Yes, they were doing well before Mohamed Shami came in the team. But they've just got that ruthless edge now. And, um, yeah, the bowling attack, they're just lethal. Uh, Spinner's doing their job for the most part. And also the fast bowling's just got a bit more of an edge now. And uh, opposition teams are just don't have an answer to them. India, also the batting. They haven't been bowled out in the tournament uh, till this day. I think they, they lost nine wickets against England or eight wickets against England at Lucknow. But, um yeah, they haven't uh, haven't lost a week, uh, haven't been bowled out. Uh, I think they're the only team that haven't been bowled out uh, in this tournament. So that's an astonishing achievement. Um, yeah, maybe the comparison's a little bit off, a little bit um, over the top. But to be honest with you, uh, when I looked at Australia, uh, the great Australian team of 2007, their World Cup, um, in 2003, of course, they were excellent. But they had a few close games in that tournament. But um, in the 2003 World Cup, Australian 2007, uh, in the 2007 World Cup, they they were dominant, like no one. It was them in daylight, basically, uh, with the other teams. This is what I'm sensing with the Indian team in this tournament, particularly. Yes, they've got a long way to go to actually be as good as that Australian team, like uh, for a sustained period of time, and um, a lot of Indian fans would want that for their team, understandably. So. Um, any team, any any fan in the world would want their team to be dominant. But um, India, yeah, this Indian team, uh, the campaign they're having is similar to the 2007 uh, World Cup campaign Australia had in the West Indies. Yeah, um, Australia were just so dominant in that World Cup. No one is going to get close to them. So far, uh, heading into this game, no one really looks like they're getting close to India. And, um, yeah, yeah. New Zealand, though, uh, do have a bit of an edge over India in World Cup knockouts and um, ICC tournament knockouts. India beat them early in the group stage, like I mentioned, but that was the first time they won in 20 years against New New Zealand in an ICC tournament. The last time they won prior to that game against New Zealand was back in 2003 um, in the Super 6 stages of that tournament. That was a game India had to win, otherwise it would be a bit... Would have been a bit more trickier for them to qualify, but they won that game in New Zealand. Were knocked out in the super six stage of that tournament uh, in two thousand three, and India also broke their record from that tournament as well in this tournament, uh, in the current tournament. Uh, so two thousand three, they went on an eight match unbeaten run. Um, in this tournament, they are heading to this semi final. There, they are they are currently on a nine. They were so they were on a nine match unbeaten run. Uh, so yeah they're breaking records they're just obliterating oppositions at the moment uh the way they destroyed Sri Lanka um in Mumbai a couple of weeks ago whew, 50, 50 odd all out third time Sri Lanka' has been bowled out uh for under 50 so for, for under 100 this year against India so yeah they bowled them uh India bowled Sri Lanka out for under 100 in the Asia Cup final just before the just before the World Cup and also they bowled them out earlier in the year I think that was a match where Kohli got 100 and they absolutely obliterated the Sri Lankan bowling attack and they bowled they bowled Sri Lanka out for under 100 um, in that game earlier this year. They won that ODI Series 3-0, so there you go. That's an indicator of how good India are away from home. Anyways, enough of the nonsense. Let's just get into the action now. Uh, New Zealand, um, Kane Williamson did say. Uh, Williamson did say before the start of the game that New Zealand... Definitely. Um, okay, what What the fuck did he say? Um, so, yeah, he said uh, that, yeah, that, yeah, When it come, the tournament basically starts now, really. This is the knockout stage. He said something along those lines. I don't, I don't know the exact quote. I have to look it up again. But, yeah, um, he said something along those lines saying, basically, the tournament starts now. Uh, whatever you... And... Uh, What that day basically means is the what happens in the league stage it's irrelevant now and uh the real yeah basically a knockout tournament start the knockouts happen now in the team and uh, whoever's good on the day goes through doesn't matter about the league stage form um also in the last world cup india were first in the group stage uh i think they were first and new zealand was fourth and um yeah new zealand did that so yeah new zealand be hoping to do something similar And reached their third World Cup final in a row. Reached a World Cup final in 2015 and 2019. India will be hoping to reach their fourth ODI World Cup final overall. Um, They reached it in 1983, um, 1983, 2003 and uh, 2011. So they're hoping to repeat a bit of history here. And aim for their fourth World Cup final appearance. So yeah... um, Form-wise, definitely looked good. So, yeah, India, things went well from India, uh, for India from the start. Um, won a vital toss. Rocham won a vital toss and elected a bat first. And it was hot and humid in Mumbai. The conditions were very tough. Players were cramping up a bit. A few players were cramping up and struggling to deal with the heat. And uh, a few players were drinking pickle juice uh, to deal with, like, muscle aches or cramps or whatever. And uh, also keep the fluids going and the salts, um, salts in the body, so they don't um, have any issues. It was that the heat was that bad, but also it was a full crowd, pretty much in favour of India. Of course, India always get good support wherever they go in the world. But in uh, Mumbai, well, that's what you have got to expect. As an opposition team, you just got to expect it. You have got to deal with what's in front of you. New Zealand, unfortunately, things didn't go well for them uh, with the ball. They were absolutely shoddy with their line. Um, since that India game they lost in the group stages, the bowling's been a bit off. Um, besides maybe one or two games, maybe one game, yeah, they the bowling's been a bit off. Um, fielding as well for some reason, New Zealand's catching efficiency in this tournament. Simon Dool ha- highlighted, uh, highlighted a really good point. The catching efficiency of New Zealand has been pretty bad in this tournament. I think it was about 60 odd percent. Uh, normally, New Zealand set standards for fielding, uh, along with the likes of Australia and India as well. In recent times, uh, normally in South Africa, uh, in the past, were a really good fielding team. Still think they are okay, but they're not too bad. Not as great as they once were, but still decent South Africa. But yeah, the point was, um, yeah, New Zealand always set high standards in the field, and um, they weren't at their best at all. Um, Got to give a credit to India; they were absolutely brilliant. So I was watching uh, the match, watching the Most overs, India got the vital boundary of the over, at least like a four or a six, at least one of one four or a six. Then they got the yeah, odd single here and there, and uh, basically you got about seven, eight runs off the over, for the most part. And um, yeah, New Zealand just hardly got any respite from India for the most of the game. It was an absolute struggle. Tim he went for 100 runs. He did pick up three wickets. Um, yeah, Trent Bolt had a shocker, uh, 1 for 86 off his 10, I think. Only one made an over bowled by New Zealand in that uh, in that innings again, um, in the first innings. Uh, Mitchell Santner bowled it. But uh, yeah, Santner was the most economical. I think he went for about 50 odd runs. And uh, the others, yeah, they copped a pasting. Well, most bowlers did. Even the Indian bowlers copped a pasting on this pitch. But yeah, it was a really tough outing for New Zealand. They weren't on song, India capitalized. Um, they, were, they had a great start thanks to Sharma, the captain uh, really took it to Trent Bolt, a guy who sometimes he is a bit suspect too he does struggle a bit against him sometimes um, got uh, was dismissed by Matt Henry last walk up Matt Henry's not playing uh, this game because he was ruled out with an injury he suffered against uh, I'm pretty sure he suffered that against uh, South Africa and hasn't played since uh, but yeah, um, yeah uh, Trent Bolt. That left arm over the wicket uh, bowling into the right-hander does cause a few problems for Roach Sharma, so has been talked about online. But uh, the way Roach Sharma's been in this tournament, positive, uh, he's batting with positive intent, hardly has fail, hasn't has really failed at all, and has really put, um, put pressure on the opposition bowlers and um, relieved a lot of pressure off his team. Lovely start from him. Uh, Shubman Gill, excellent 80-odd. Uh, he came back later, but had to retire hurt. Just his timing was impeccable. And, uh, yeah, both the openers were outstanding. Gave, really, uh, gave India a really good platform to work with, and um, they just never let go. Um, they really never put the... They didn't put the foot... Uh, didn't put the foot off the pedal, if that's how you say it. Yeah, so they were absolutely outstanding, um, those two. But the star of the show, uh, two stars, in fact... Were Roy Sharma and uh, so uh, were Virat Kohli and Shreya Iyer. Uh, Shreya Iyer, boy oh boy, he's uh, he's lethal at the moment. Uh, second hundred of the tournament, back to back 100. scored hundred against the Netherlands in this and in this game, hit about I think eight or ten sixes, didn't he? Yeah, he hit eight sixes, four fours, absolutely brutal, clean hitting from him. Um, just looks really composed at the moment. Uh, and uh, he's very damaging. Have a guy like that at number four, that's something that India were missing in the last World Cup. A solid number four batsman. A lot of Indian fans talked about it online. And uh, Shreya uh made his debut, I think, in early 2020 or something like that uh, against New Zealand or late 2019, I think it was against someone. And, uh, yeah, he hasn't looked back since then. Was the, There was a bit of doubt about his form, and he was a bit suspected of a short ball. But uh, he's pretty much put those criticisms to bed at the moment, and he has been absolutely brilliant in this World Cup. Um, and Virat Kohli, what can you say about him? 50th ODI hundred, uh, the first ODI, uh, first batsman to reach 50 ODI hundreds, arguably the best batsman to ever play ODIs. Um, pretty, I think he is really now. And 100 in a World Cup semi-final his first. 100, uh, first score in excess of 50 in an ODI World Cup uh, semi final or a final. Superb innings from Virat Kohli. I don't think he did anything in the quarterfinal against Australia, though, back in 2011, but, um, and against Bangladesh, I don't think he scored that much from what I remember. So, yeah, first um, ODI World Cup knockout, 100 for him. Superb innings from Virat Kohli. His fifth ODI World Cup, 100. His uh, third ODI 100, 100. Um, I think it's his third ODI uh, World Cup hundred of this tournament. Scored hundred against uh, Bangladesh and South Africa, and um, yeah, and he had the uh, the great man Sachin Tendulkar in front of Sachin Tendulkar's home crowd. So uh, he just offered a bit of respect to Sachin, and uh, yeah, Sachin just applauded, and um, it was really it was really good to see for our colleague break the record once and for all. And also in a winning cause again. Another 100 and a winning cause um, for him. He was absolutely brilliant. The wrist work, uh, the, the composure with which he batted at and just really put the pressure on the Kiwi bowlers. It's just outstanding bat, uh, batting from him. Excellent running between the weekends as well. That's something that Virat Kohli's always had. He's just such a good runner between the weekends and puts the pressure on the fielders. And that's what he did. Him and Tras are excellent partnership. Him and Shubman Gill, another good partnership there. Uh, and, yeah, India, 398 for four off their 50 overs, at, uh, 397 for four. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Cal Rahul um, hit a few lusty blows towards the end of the innings to give India some, uh, some much-needed impetus to the innings and also, uh, yeah, really helped them. Set a good total, three hundred ninety eight to win for New Zealand. Uh, would have been I did say on a live stream that would have been a monument. It would require monumental effort for New Zealand to win this game. They did well. Um, gotta say it was a tough chase. They did. They were very close to pulling off a similar chase against Australia, Durhamshire, uh, in the tournament half at the halfway stage of the tournament or the league phase of the tournament, whatever you want to say. But um, they were just about five or six runs short there. That was a good game there, Dharmshala. This game they lost by seventy runs. India won the game. Uh, Muhammad Shami seven wickets, seven for fifty-seven. He's the leading wicket taker in the tournament. Twenty-three wickets and just uh, how many games has he played? He hasn't played that many games. Um, He's just played six games and uh, picked up four. And he also has the most uh, ODI five, uh, ODI World Cup five wicket hauls now. Four ODI five wicket hauls. And he as uh, is the fastest bowler to reach fifty ODI World Cup uh, wickets, and also uh, yeah, is India's leading wicket taker in World Cups. Uh, he's having a superb tournament. Uh, you could argue he might be a contender for a man of the tournament uh, player of the tournament if India win it. Yes, Varad um had a superb tournament. Oh, by the way, with, with Varad Kohli, the first batsman to reach seven hundred ODI World Cup hun- runs in a tournament, so. There's another record uh, broken by Virat Kohli, and he's the leading run scorer on the tournament by quite some distance at the moment. I think Quentin de Kock is second, and um, oh, Ratchan Ravindra is second, but they're not going Ratchan Ravindra is not going to play anymore because of this loss. Quentin de Kock, if South Africa make it, he might have a chance of overtaking Kohli, but uh, I doubt it, I really doubt it that he will. Quentin de Kock's had a super tournament as well for South Africa, but uh, yeah, Anyways, just back to Muhammad Shami. Just when the team needed it, he got the breakthrough. Got rid of, got rid of Kane Williamson. Got rid of Tom Latham in a short space of time. After that, New Zealand, yeah, just it was it just got tougher for New Zealand. They're doing very well um, at one stage. Did lose the openers fairly early um, in the first power play, but uh, yeah, Williamson scored an excellent half century. He was looking good. Got out the wrong time, and then. Uh, yeah, Tom Latham departed quickly uh, after that, shortly after that. They had just been brought in, got rid of Glenn Phillips. Daryl Mitchell and Glenn Phillips are putting on a good partnership. Uh, speaking of Daryl Mitchell, he's had a superb tournament, and he's had a superb run for New Zealand in all formats of the game. Uh, he's been a huge find for New Zealand over the last one or two years. Um, definitely a mainstay of New Zealand cricket, so he'll be a mainstay for the New Zealand cricket team for a while. Another ODI World Cup... Second ODI World Cup 100, sorry. Another ODO um, 100 this year. And, uh, yeah, he just continues his excellent run in uh, the black jersey. Unfortunately, it wasn't in a winning cause. Scored 100 against India early in the tournament as well. But, um, yeah, really superb effort. Was cramping up a bit. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, a superb effort from Daryl Mitchell. Unfortunately, when... Um, Once Glenn Phillips departed, yeah, the collapse was just imminent from there, and New Zealand just bowled out for three hundred and twenty odd, three hundred twenty-eight, so three hundred twenty-seven, I think it was, yeah, three hundred twenty-seven and forty-eight point five overs. Yeah, by that time they weren't going to win; the match was pretty much sealed. And uh, yeah, India winning the game by seventy runs. So that was another. That was probably one of the more closer games for India. But they handled the pressure well when they were under pressure. Mohammed Shami in particular was just outstanding. Seven wickets, are the fifth best uh, fifth best figures in ODI World Cup history. So yeah, really superb bowling from him. I think that's uh, the first time an Indian bowler's got seven wickets in an ODI World Cup as well. I think that's the first time an Indian bowler's got seven wickets in an ODI. I might be wrong. Stuart Binney did get six for seven, I think, or something against Bangladesh. The man himself, Stuart Binney, the legend, the myth, played a couple of games and never saw him again. But yeah, um, really good stuff from Muhammad Shami. Uh, he's been superb. His line of length has been excellent. He's attacking the stumps, bowling wicket, taking deliveries, getting the ball to seam a bit. And he's just troubling uh, batsmen from uh, all the batsmen from different oppositions. They just don't seem to be able uh, to handle it, they just can't handle him at the moment. Uh, his form will be vital. India would be a little bit concerned just with uh, bowling, I think, maybe just a slight concern. The other bowlers were a bit expensive, but yeah, Shami really, um, yeah, you've got to be thankful you have Mohammed Shami in this type of form, eh? But uh, nonetheless, it uh, doesn't really take any shine off India's performance. They were absolutely brilliant once again and uh, deserve to go through the finals 10 matches uh, in a row to one. So they've just about extended that record um Can they equal Australia's record of eleven uh, wins in a tournament, uh, eleven consecutive wins in a tournament? Australia did that in two thousand three and two thousand seven. Can India do uh, equal that? Become only the only third team to do that in an ODI World Cup? Well, we'll have to find out uh, on Sunday the nineteenth when India played the winner of South Africa and Australia. That game will be played at Kolkata, Eden Gardens. There is a forecast of rain for the reserve day, which will be tomorrow. And also uh, today as well, there's a cyclone threat. So possibly the game could be called off if that, if that actually happens. And uh, if that happens and the game's called off, South Africa could go through because they finished higher on the points table than, than Australia and they would end up playing India. Otherwise, if there's a full game, I do feel that Australia could pull it off. They just click in tournaments for some reason. South Africa, not being rude to them, they do have a habit of choking in ICC tournaments. But um, maybe they might prove me. Uh, they might prove the doubters wrong in this game. But we'll have to see what happens. But uh, whoever faces India, they've got a tough task. It, it, they they're clearly the favourites right now, uh, especially with that crowd in buy a vocal crowd in Ahmedabad if you watched that India Pakistan game you know what i you know you'd know what i'm saying very vocal and uh full crowd over there in the, the world's biggest uh, cricket stadium in terms of capacity yeah that's going to be a daunting task uh, to fa- uh, face india in, the, in that uh, stadium anyways guys that's a wrap uh thank you very much for tuning in uh we'll recap the australia south africa semi final then i'll be doing a live stream i'll be doing a live stream as well for that so do uh, do have a listen to that. If you want to, do join me and have a listen. And also, uh, I'll be doing a live stream for the final as well and also recapping the uh, the final after that and also recapping the other semi-final and doing a preview as well of the World Cup uh, set final as well. Should be good. India right now, way too good at the moment for New Zealand. New Zealand got a few learning curves uh, from this tournament. Definitely going to be the last tournament for a few of their players. It'll, it'll be a different New Zealand team come 2027, uh, the 2027 World Cup. Definitely a few new players. Uh, Ratchet and Defender has been the final of the tournament for New Zealand and probably the final of the tournament as well. Absolutely superb. Along with Strassai, I'd say, but Strassai has been around for a bit. But anyways, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. And uh, until next time, it's bye for now, and we're out of here. Let's go. <laughs>